All right, everybody, we're here with Payday Positive Podcast. I am Bradford Harris, and I am with Mr. Gerald Shuttle, and hopefully Miss Shana Glass will come in in a few minutes. Uh, she's kind of running late, but that's okay. We'll we'll just we'll just get her jump right in and get her started. But we are here. Basically, this is our very first podcast. We are all new to this, so please bear with us. And I'm actually going to give uh, give it over to Mr. Shuttle and explain and have him explain why we are doing this podcast take it away mr shadow okay uh, bradford uh one I, I appreciate you talking talking me through this process and getting us to do this uh podcast but we talked about it at the uh, end of the school year last year and talked about wanting to have something as educators that pushes you through school year you know uh and drops those little chunks of positivity and and kind of Helps you uh, push forward because as educators, we know that the school year is not a race. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And you've got to have those, uh, you know, those charging stations. And so we wanted Payday Positive Podcast uh, came about because we thought about everybody gets excited to be paid. But we also want to actually have something that's putting positivity out there because there's so many things that go on in education that, that Sometimes don't make us feel good as educators, and we wanted something that, that lifts you up, that, that helps you through the year, and gives you gives you something to reflect on. And so that's what uh, really started with the, the Payday Positive podcast, and we all have different perspectives. I'm a, I'm a, a principal. Uh, Bradford you know, works with instructional technology, and Shana does as well, uh, but they're, they're close to the classroom working with different teachers. And so help me stay grounded as a, as an administrator, because I know I don't have all the answers and, and I, I like to listen to uh, people and, and have them share their story. And I think that's what another thing this is going to be about is us sharing our journey as educators and that. And, you know, we hope that there's something in this that's going to resonate with you and, uh, you know, take a little nugget and say, hey, I can use that and help us help us move forward. So starting a new year, we thought about different ideas. Okay, what what could our first podcast be about? And I think it's the start of a new year. And the best thing about a new year is change. And you, you're hearing yourself, okay, why is Shadow saying the best thing about a new year is change? Because we in education have a blessing in that every year we get to start fresh. We have really two, two new years. You know, you have the new years on January the 1st. And then you have the New Year's at the start of the start of the school year. So you have that opportunity right. to really change and switch and get yourself on the right track. And so you can look at changes as uh, either a negative experience or a positive experience. And I guess the way I look at it is why not choose the positive? Why not say embrace the change? And I read this summer what kind of made me get the idea of change was reading John Gordon's book, uh, The Shark and the Goldfish. And he talks about so many different ways of dealing with change. And, and I think the, one of the things he talks about in there is riding the wave of change. I think we as uh, educators sometimes are reluctant to change. We want to say we get comfortable. And we get in our comfort comfort zones. We've all been guilty of that. I've, I've been guilty of that. Uh, my wife is a librarian and, and she's guilty of that. You know, I, I know, Bradford, you're going to share some stories here in a minute about how 
how sometimes we get stuck in a rut. But I think we need to, he talks about riding the wave of change. And I think that's what we have to do uh, at the start of the new years. When you're going through professional development, you might not be excited in that session, but think about the change that it's going to impact on a student. Embrace that change. You might be at a new building. You might be in a new position. You might be uh, in a new district. So you want to ride that wave of change and it be the reason that you get rejuvenated as an educator. I've talked long enough, after why don't you, you know, go ahead and <laughs> well, you, contribute as well. It's funny when you go when you talked about the the title of Payday Positive Podcast because at the time that this podcast is coming out, we just got paid. And I don't know about anybody else. I don't know about anybody else, whether you work in a district or business or whatever. But I know for me, being somewhat personal, I mean, I have direct deposit. I'm sure a lot of people do. And I get a notification in my email saying, okay, we just, you know, you just got your direct deposit. And I don't know about you, Shadow, but even when I see it in my email, you get those endorphins and you just, you get excited. Like, you're like, oh, I got paid today. Now, you know where that check is going to go oh, you yeah, know it's, it's going to spent. go to bills you know it's already been spent and you know yeah there's that negative well you know i gotta pay i gotta pay for this and stuff but you get that little pet you get that little pep in your step and can I, I can put some gas in my car so it's it's just something with that energy when you see it or when you see you get you know it, even if it's an extra five dollars in your account you feel like you can conquer the world and i think that is why we wanted to do this because this will coincide with hey you know you got you got paid come listen to our podcast you have that energy this that it's just an extra like i said in the beginning you have that extra pep in your step and you're right our business and i'm gonna put it i'm gonna put it out there as a business even though it's not really business business but in our field we deal with change and i'm not even gonna say it every year we deal with change on a day-to-day basis, on a weekly basis, on a semester basis, on a monthly basis, on an hour basis. If you're in a high school or or middle school, you transition classes every day. So even as a teacher, you have to change the way you think for 25 plus students in the morning, 25 plus students in the afternoon and 25 plus students at the end of the day it's so many changes left and right that i i don't even know how we do it now that i'm putting it out there like that it's it's amazing the changes that we go through and a lot of it isn't so good but what we need to look at is just like what you said we're doing this for a bigger purpose we're doing this to help someone else grow and i'm not even talking about our students. I'm talking about even the teacher next door to you or the the principal that may need some help with something. We're we're growing. Change can be about growth. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. And I think sometimes when we start a new year, there's always going to be a change. And for those out there who are not educators, when we come back and I'm not, I'm going to put that out there in July, the the changes have already started. Oh, well, let's just be clear. The changes start in June. And and, 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 and that goes, yeah, Bradford, you're right. The changes start in June because the minute my year ended, I started reflecting and I started working on my change. Yes. I do the, I do the exact same thing. And, and when we're talking about like reflecting too, 
uh, we're not talking about teacher evaluation or principal evaluation or just whatever evaluation. We're just talking about, okay, well, how did my year go? What can I do to prepare for the next year? How can I make my team better? How can I make my students better? Who can I pull in to make sure that we are all growing and we are all sharing that vision? And piggybacking off of John Gordon, we did the... um, what uh, what is it uh show the get on your energy bus, bus. Uh, the, the energy bus, bus. Yeah. energy bus sorry uh i keep thinking of another book energy bus and you want people who are who are who want to be a, who want to get on your bus and be a part of that new energy that new vibe and if they're not feeling your energy they're not feeling your vibe then it's okay to say you know what we're gonna put you over here no disrespect but we want to keep the bus moving we want to be positive we want to be positive for everybody we want to we want to keep pushing because we're there's a there's a bigger vision that we have and if you're not a part of that that's okay there's nothing wrong with that we can still be friends on the outside but we're moving forward as a group and i don't even want to say team it's a group mm-hmm. we want to move on as a group to do a b c d there are just some things that you know that will come down the pipe that's bigger than me and like you said i'm not gonna lie i i get upset about it you know i want to kick my feet and stomp stomp and cry but there is a bigger picture and at the end of the day i have to i have to learn that it's not about it's not about me and and I know as a principal, I can, I'll, I'll even say that as a principal, it's not even about the principal. It's there's something that's bigger. It's about the right. children. It's about the students that we serve and to get them to move forward. How do we get them to move forward and grow, not just to be promoted to the next grade level, but how do we get them just to grow when they're learning? Right. Right. And I, Bradford, I think I think that's uh, good. It's, it's hard. Last year was my first year as a principal. And so, you know, switching from the role of assistant principal to principal is even people would say, oh, well, you're already administrator. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it is because now you're the person that's making the decisions. You're the person that is having to make those tough choices. And I think a lot of times my personality is I am a peaceful person and administrators have feelings too. They want people to like them and that, and, and being in leadership, you have to make those tough choices that you know not everybody is going to be behind. And, and I think that was one of the things that I had to I had to reflect on during the summer is that basically, you know, that's something I had to change is that I had to be OK with basically making choices that are going to be the best for kids and be OK if I, I'm not liked by everybody uh, in that. And so when, when it's all said and done, like you said, it's it's about the kids. It's not about us not about our ego and that. And uh, sometimes people forget that. Like I said, this summer was a, was a big reflection on my first year. I, I, I really thought of, you know, what did I do well? What did I uh, need to improve on? I also sent out a survey to my teachers at the end of the year. Well, not at the end of the year, but during the summer. And uh, I've gotten a few results back. I'm, I'm, I know that it's still summer and I'm, I'm anticipating folks checking their email the closer we get to the start of school. So because I, I want to take that feedback from that survey and use that to help me kind of shape what I want to do for this school year, because there's some things I'm going to have to confront 
and change in my leadership styles and things if I want kids to be successful and my teachers to embrace change as well. So it's all part of the process. And I think that that's what we have to just embrace is the process, not necessarily the goal. We always talk about these goals that we have, but we really just need to embrace the process. And, and I, I get that from Mickey Johnson. He's a motivational speaker. And and uh, if you haven't checked him out on Twitter, he's got a great story. He used to be a uh, University of Tennessee cornerback and, and great story, was injured, lost his opportunity to be in the NFL. But he always talks about embracing the process, the process of change, the process of pursuing something. And he talks a lot about how people talk about wanting to grow or get better or reach their goals. And then the minute they hit, hit adversity, they, can't, they, they shut down. And I think that was uh, yeah. this past year for me as a principal. I mean, you, you're, you're always trying to pursue and get better and, and develop. And I, I think this first year as a principal really humbled me and said, you know what, you got some things you got you to gotta work on. And so I have to embrace that. And I think that was something that you got to do as a person. If you want to uh, really help people and right. reach people, you've got to look at yourself, you know, and, and it's like I said, it's just part of the process. And you know what? Isn't that more isn't that more powerful than an evaluation when you reflect you're giving your peers that, hey, let me know what I need to change. I mean, it's not in right, those words, right. but I find it I find it more powerful than you as a principal giving me an evaluation on what I need to do or somebody else evaluating me that's, you know, of an authority figure. And there's nothing wrong with that on what I need to do. But when I'm coming, when I'm humbling myself and asking people, hey, what do I need to change? I'm not asking you, you know, to fill out this specific form on what I need work on or what I need to do, he, or, uh, you know, to engage my students. Yeah. And As a pr- professional person, what do you think I need to do to grow right. the staff or grow the campus or just help with my growth? I, I find so much, I, I, I find, I, I find it more helpful than to be honest and evaluation. Right. And I know that's what we got to do. That's part of the process. Right. That's part of the educational process. But when I get the, those feedbacks from people who, who I know personally in education saying, hey, you might want to look at it this way, that resonates with me. That's changed the way that I give instruction. And, you know, you guys, the adults are my students. And so when I first came into this leadership game, it was really, I'm not going to lie, it was all about me. Hey, look what I can do. Look what I can do. Watch me. Watch me. We're going to go my way. We're going to go this way. It took some teachers and they didn't, and nobody was rude about it. They would say, they would say, you know, Bradford, hold up. This is how some people learn. They learn this way. And of course, you know, as, as educators, we know this is students learn different ways, but some, when we get into that leadership boat, we, I, I'm going to speak for me. I can't speak for anybody else, but we think, oh, everybody learns the way I'm learning or the way I'm going to get them to learn. Right. And people had to tell me, no, that's, that's not how that works. You need to go in some smaller steps because I'm the, I'm a technology specialist and I move at like light speed. Okay, guys, did you get it? Did you get it? No. Okay. Well, I still got to move on and I've lost you already. And then they don't want to, they don't want to touch the device ever again. But if I, if, 
if I'm doing things in smaller chunks uh, or in smaller pieces, I have that buy-in. People had to tell me that. And so now that changed, that even changed my approach to just anything I do on, a, on my nine to five, eight to five basis in my job. I'm like, okay, let me give these. I know what's coming at the long end, but I need to just give them this small chunk so they know this part is what's going on. Then, you know, in a couple of weeks, I'll tell them about this and then so on and so on and so on and so, so forth. When I speak to teacher A, this is how I need to speak to teacher A to get them to move on and do certain things. When I speak to teacher B, this is how I need to speak to them. If I want teacher A to talk to several teachers, this is what I, she probably would need to do. And that has totally helped the way I I instruct my learners because of the feedback that I'm getting, not from my principal in a formal evaluation, but from my peers right. and even students too. So students will even tell me, Mr. Harris, you know, it's too much technology. Oh, is it really? We rather, and don't, don't shoot the horse. Some days we just rather just do a worksheet, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I, I, I get it. I understand. We just can't be on a screen all the time. Okay. I get it. It needs to be blended. So it's, it's a learning process. Right. And I welcome that learning process. Yeah. Full disclosure, the, the questions I got for my survey to give my teachers, I got from the cult of pedagogy, uh, uh, got it off of Twitter and it talked about, gave a, the, the, it was the questions from her blog post. And I used that. I made the Google form and, and took those questions and, and sent it to my teachers. And, and like I said, I've only gotten 11 responses, but like, uh, I know it's the summer. And plus, I, I think part of it is a, is a trust thing. You know, uh, last year was my first year. And I think that it's unusual probably for a principal to say, Hey, I want you to evaluate because I've gotten some responses out of those, even those 11, I've gotten some, a, a lot of NAs on the open-ended responses. So they didn't feel comfortable, even though it was anonymous, comfortable putting feedback in there. And so that's something that, that uh, you know, I, I obviously I've got a trust situation on my campus. And, and so we've got, I've got to reflect on that. That right there was a red flag to me and said, okay, I've got to, really reassure them that that's it's okay you know that's it's part of change it's something different and it's okay i want to get that feedback and, and it's going to help our kids you know Go ahead. that's interesting that you brought that up change change involves trust i never i didn't i never thought about that until you just said it because when we're talking about change we're also talking about trust too so and i'm just going to ask this question i don't know if if there's yeah. a right answer, how do we trust someone with a change? And how does that, how do you think that applies for educators? Because there are things that come down the pipe that are bigger than you, that are bigger than me. And it's a change, but how do we, we know we got to do it, but how well, do we trust it? When we, what, I, what I do think, we, and, and this is just, this is, this is shuttle talking. You know, it's, it's my opinion. It's not, I don't think I'm, I'm saying anything profound, but I, I think that something that always helps me is say, and I, I do kind of willing, I, I, my personality is I'm willing to try it. And I, we kind of talked a little bit earlier before we started recording was you've got to, uh, you, the future is unknown. Why would you pick a negative future for yourself and not embrace the positive one? 
why would you sit there and say, uh, you right. know, this is not going to work. This is going to be, you know, be uh, another uh, thing that we're ha- initiative that we're going to have to do. It's not going to do anything for our kids. It's not going to benefit our. Why go down the negative road when you say, you know what? Let me let me step back. Let me think about this. How can I how can I utilize one thing from this that they're asking me to do and help my kids and say, you know what? This really could benefit kids because we all know. Fixing education and really de- having kids grow, it's not a magic bullet. There's many, many things that you have to go, have to, to kind of go into that soup of uh, educating a kid in, in, in a campus. And uh, you've, you've, it's not one thing. So if you can get one more tool in your toolkit and, and that, and it's going to help kids, then embrace that positive future. Think about it in a positive way. And even when you experience adversity, uh, John Gordon talks about it in, in, in that book, The Shark and the Goldfish. Adversity is not the end, but the beginning of something better. So he, he talks about that. So why, if you're starting something new and you're starting to change, why the negative outcome? Why not think about the positive future that the possibilities and say, okay, look at these positive events and your response to it, it's going to equal a positive outcome. I mean, if you sit there and say, be negative the whole time and, and not even attempt, yeah, of course, you're not going to get the results. And then you're just going to have basically a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're, you're going to say, oh, it's not going to work for me. It's not going to work for me. You're right. And then why would you be surprised it doesn't work for you? Because you didn't even attempt. And because you put it, you right. put it out there like right. that. You already started saying, you know, it, I'm already starting on a negative tone, and it's a, and we're all trying it. Whatever the new thing is, we're trying it. But and then this goes back to what you said earlier: is asking for the feedback. We're let's all try it. This is the change that you, this is the change that we're gonna do. We're gonna do this. But I'm wanting feedback as well. I'm not talking about. Uh, I, I'm not talking about maybe like in a form. Just, just hey, maybe this doesn't work. Let can we look at it like this? But we're all going through the process together, and we're all trying to come up with an end goal. So, and you're right. So instead of being negative about it, and we're all human. We all like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh my god, here, here we go again. You know, instead of trying, instead of us acting like that. You know, let's think, okay, well, what are the pauses that we, we can get out of it? Let's let's try it. Let's think, okay, I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to give my input. I'm willing to work on it with my staff. I'm willing to work on it with my students. I'm going to take some notes. I'm going to bring it back to my administrator and say, hey, I have some concerns. I'm looking at it this way. What do you think about this? Giving that, that constant input is going to help. I think you're, I think you're right. There are some things that we just cannot change because it's coming from people who are above us. But if we're going through the process and maybe jotting down some notes or, you know, kind of thinking, okay, I know this may not work. Let me be prepared to go talk to the administrator about ABCD, not coming at a, not coming from a negative place, just saying, hey, you know, I tried it this way. I have some concerns. I looked at it from this angle. You right. tell me what you think. And from both ends, we both need to be open about it. Maybe the administrator, I'm not talking administrator, principal, whoever the person above us may be. Okay, I, I, I see your point. Let me, take, let me take a look at that. 
let me take a uh, let me see what I can do. Maybe we may not be able to make some changes, but thank you for notating that to me and keep reminding me. That helps, and and things won't probably right. change that day. Things won't probably change. <laughs> uh, things won't things won't automatically change, but at least yeah. there was a note of it. And it may not even change throughout the rest of the year, but they know that you, they, they know, right. oh, okay, Shadow made that note. We need to take that note and yeah, change and, it and for next I year. Always, I always, I've had to catch myself a couple times this year because people would come to me and I would listen. Sometimes I would just be like, we can't do that. And they wanted to know why. And sometimes I gave a good response. Sometimes I, it was, it's the time of day, and I said, "No, we can't do it. Can't do it. I'm sorry. I guess I, I looking back on it, you know, I, I thought about it. I would have to. I always ended up having to go back and say, okay, wasn't the right time of day. Wasn't the right spot. Let me let me see what you got. And you know, I would go back and kind of look at it. But you know, that was another thing of reflecting and, and trying to uh, hear those voices, those uh, get that feedback and that because. I'll be honest with you, and, and you know this, Bradford, it's not always easy to receive uh, feedback, especially right. whenever you, tr- you you are trying something and it doesn't work out and you get feedback and it's like, are you serious? You know, and, and you look back and you're like, yeah, I could have done this better. Yeah, I could have done that better. And that's what you have to do. You know, you have to be OK and take a step back and, and realize uh, it's not about you. Right. And we probably have to figure out where we can make time for the feedback, maybe have a grievance box or maybe I don't know about open door policy, even though that's that's a good thing to have. But maybe figure right. out where we can schedule some time to where we can sit and reflect on feedback. Yeah, and and I, I know that's kind of hard for us educators. Yeah, but, I think, you know, just keep uh, thinking about it. I read I, I know I keep talking about John Gordon, but uh, I read uh, his book about the no complaining rule. And I'm going to I'm going to talk about it with my staff uh, at the beginning of the year. And it's not a no complaining rule of you can't have complaints It's because from those complaints, you can help develop solutions. But that's the deal. You've got to come with a solution. You can't just mindlessly complain and say, oh, this isn't going to work. This change isn't going to work. This change isn't going to work. Just talking constantly and basically harping on that negative uh, situation and, and not having a solution. It's mindless complaining. And I think that's where people are able to receive the, the uh, suggestions. You know, if you come in there and you say, hey, have you, I, I, I don't feel like this, this process is going to work, but have you thought about coming at it in this way? What do you think about this? I'm more receptive to listen to that than you say, well, I, I heard what you were saying about students sitting in the cafeteria, but it's not going to work. Our kids just can't do that. Or I, I know what you said about uh, you want to implement this uh, instructional strategy, but, you know, our kids just aren't capable of doing that. Our, our, you know, that's not going to be well received. You've got to come in there with uh, at least one solution to the problem that you think you have. Right. So maybe even right then and there, you know that the problem is not going to work and you don't have a quick solution yet because <laughs> sometimes you just don't. But if you turn it around and say, you know, can we, you know, 
discuss this a little bit further and maybe invite others for more input. I'm not sure if this is going to work, but I'm willing to come to to a discussion table or a group to figure out what what we can implement in place. What do you think about right. that, Mr. So-and-so or Ms. So-and-so? We talked a lot about change and positivity. So what can we leave our listeners with some just some quick tips to get ready for think, change uh, for the new year? What, do, what are way, your thoughts? Well, the way we started, started, we talked about riding the wave of change. Being, a, being okay with uh, embracing that process and, and knowing that there's possibility out there and choose that positive future. Don't don't choose the negative one and, and just have faith that it's going to be uh, it's going to work out and don't let the negativity and doubt get you down because uh, you know, you're going to get through it. Whether you're in a new position, you're at a new campus, you're in a new school district, have that faith in yourself and you know, it's going to lead you into positive actions. And I think with change, just know that we're all in it together. It's not just one person. It's many people on the bus or on the ship or whatever you want to call it. We're all a part of this change. And told you before we started, we can all say at the end, we made it. We got through it. No matter how long you're, you're in the change for, just know at the end that you made it. And be a part of the change process. If you feel that the change is not going to work, get a group together and see what solutions that you can come up up with instead of being negative about it. Like you said from the very beginning, oh, this is not going to work. Maybe maybe you can't come up with a solution right then and there, but try the new change and see what other solutions that you can come up with before you just knock the change out of the window and not wanting to well, do it. Bradford, I, I appreciate you uh, so, me change and try something new. So I've, I've enjoyed this podcast experience. I have too. And uh, Shana couldn't, couldn't get on, but hopefully we'll get her back uh, on to the next one. And Shadow, we don't have a date for the next one, but our goal is uh, within the next payday whenever that is we try to figure out when our next right we we get paid <laughs> but we just don't know when the uh the the dates are but hopefully when the next uh payday pod uh payday uh comes around we'll have a new podcast yep. for you with a new Looking topic to it. all right guys thank you so much we'll see you soon on behalf of the payday positive podcast team we hope you have enjoyed today's podcast keep listening and remember to fill your day full of positivity